Welcome to the Tear Talk Podcast with author, coach, and speaker, Mashani Allen. Known as the Golden Scribe, Mashani has over two decades of writing experience, and her passion for the craft has given her the opportunity to impart wisdom, affirmation, hope, and confidence into many. Let's listen now as Mashani delves into topics that have impacted her on her Tear Talk journey and helped her discover the power of the pen. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to today's Tear Talk podcast. Boy, do I have a beautiful one for you today. Oh my goodness, I am still in awe of what has happened in my life and I'm so thankful to be able to share this testimony with with you all who follow my podcast. It, it's so much and I'm probably going to have to do it in multiple episodes, not back to back, but at different times because I believe that this testimony is certainly one of hope um, and it can bring hope to many as a result. So, you know, the whole way I started doing this podcast is interesting because I had been quiet for about two years. I was fully engaged in ministry and then the leader that I was under passed away and that caused me to just step away from everything because I really wanted to not just heal, I wanted to heal well. And for me, that meant I had to step away. And that wasn't an easy thing for me to do. But after those two years, I knew it was time for my voice to be heard again, but I didn't feel as though it was the way that it had been used before. And the one thing that I felt led to do was start a podcast. And that's what I told my best friend. And I designed the copy art for the podcast. And in doing that, I love that so much to where I redesigned the book cover for Tear Talk. And then I ended up redesigning the whole book itself and it's interesting how you can feel a push or urge or pull to do something in a moment, but you don't see the bigger picture of what will happen as a result. So I believe I started doing this podcast last year, last year, August, I believe, is when I, I think that's when I started this. But in last year, August is also when I, you know, I was (laughs) literally minding my own business at work and I get an email that the chief of staff for Pepperdine University wants to meet with me. And since at that time I was the manager of advancement communications, I wrote the communications on behalf of the president, on behalf of the vice president of advancement, and sometimes I wrote communications on behalf of the chancellor. So me, I was like, man, did I write? 
<laughs> did I write something that bad <laughs> to where the chief of staff wants to meet with me? And then I get in this meeting and to this day, I've never had someone speak so highly of me that I've never met. And that is one meeting I wish I would have recorded because I, I literally was sitting there in complete awe. I didn't know that they had been watching me. I didn't know that I had been on their radar. I had sent the president a few prayers at different times. And I was informed that him and the president uh, wanted me to be a part of their team. And I met with him first. And then I had to meet with the presidential team. And it, it, it tickled me so much because it all happened so quickly. So when I was reached out to, I didn't expect to interview so quickly. So I went to work. After speaking with him, I went to work the next day and I had on a sundress and these big queen earrings where it say queen all the way down <laughs> written out. And that was the day that I was <laughs> to have my second interview in the presidential executive office conference room. So here I am with my big hair, my sundress and my queen earrings interviewing in the president's office. I just think that's just the most hilarious picture because I was fully me. No pretense, no nothing. This is who I am. This is what you're going to get. And I remember in the interview, one of the executives asked me, you know, with companies, they're like, where do you see yourself in the next five years, 10 years, you know, your whole plan. And I remember when I asked that question, my response was, I was like, can I be honest with you? I said, I can't really answer a question like that because I go where he leads. And I said, and right now I know that he has led me here. And I remember the lady being like, oh my gosh, what an answer. I go where he leads. And, you know, when I look at my life, when I look at my resume, I have the most, one of the most unique resumes there is. It is, I do not have a linear career where I just went in one direction. I've been a makeup artist. I've been a model. Um, I've worked in entertainment. I've worked in nonprofits. I've been a counselor. I've had my own business being a transcriptionist. It looks like it's all over the place, but in actuality, all of the dots connect. So I've been working in the president's office since August. I've been managing people. I've been managing the office. I've been doing a whole lot. But, you know, there are moments in time when you know that you've been made for more. And when I was managing the students when they graduated, I got a card from one of them and she said how I was the best off-duty professor ever. And mind you, I am working at a prestigious university. I do have a master's degree, but I never thought that I could be a professor anywhere, but especially I didn't think about being a professor there. So a few weeks ago in the month of May, I got a new therapist. And when I told her where I worked, 
she asked me, is there an opportunity for me to be able to be a professor at Pepperdine? And I was like, Professor Pepperdine? <laughs> like that wasn't on my radar, not something I thought about. I wasn't, I not something I even considered. And I was like, I thought for like a second, I was like, no, no, mm -mm, I, don't, I don't see how that can happen. Well, on Friday, May the 13th, because it was Friday the 13th, I'll never forget it. It was the last day of me having my student workers who we call President's Associates. I had a total of four and two graduated. One was away for the summer. No, three graduated. One graduated from the law school, two graduated from the undergrad, and one was a junior. So she was doing an international internship over the summer. So the last day with the last student worker, I'm sitting there minding my business. And there's a young lady that I, um, she considers me a mentor just from the wisdom and the guidance that I've been able to give her just regarding life and then just life, you know? Well, and she also has joined my Bible studies a couple of times. So she, I reached out to her to ask her if she could do lunch that day. She said she couldn't, but she had a question for me and wanted to know if I had availability. So I thought her question was regarding the Bible study. So I was like, yeah, you know, I'm available. Just come up um, anytime. So she comes to the desk and mind you, my, my student worker is, she's right there with me. And she's like, you know, Mashani, I know that you're juggling a lot of plates and you have a whole lot going on, but I have a question for you. So I'm like, okay. And she said, would you ever consider being an adjunct professor at Pepperdine University? You will be able to, we have something called the freshman seminar and you will be able to create your own curriculum, your own class. You will have ownership over everything, but you would then also become a part of the Pe Pepperdine faculty. And I, <laughs> I sat back in my chair. I looked at her. I said, are you kidding me? And she was like, no, if you need more time to think about it. I said, I said, are you joking with me? And she was like, no. I said, girl, I said, ain't nothing to think about. Ain't nothing to pray about. The answer is yes. And I was just like, seriously? Like for real, you ain't like, this is, wait, what? I was so... <laughs> I was so blown away. Like this wasn't on my radar. This like who gets asked to be a professor? Like I didn't apply for this. I didn't even know this was an option. And then she was like, you know, because the freshman seminar is something that all freshmen have to take. And based on the number of freshmen that we have coming this year, my boss needed more teachers and I recommended you. I told him about Tear Talk. I told him about your webinar on the power of the pen for brief and you know how you've been a mentor to me. So I thought that you would be great for the Pepperdine students. And I just, I, I was so in shock. 
I was like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. And what makes this even the more interesting is when I was a makeup artist, we're talking back in 2007 to like 2010, when I was a makeup artist, I enrolled in a master's program. And I remember some people having a whole issue with me working on a master's while being a makeup artist. And, you know, it was said that I wasted my degree from the College of Journalism and Communications at the University of Florida because I didn't have that standard career path. And I was sharing with someone the other day, if I would have never been a makeup artist, I would have never wrote The Beauty of Holiness. And if I would have never wrote The Beauty of Holiness, I would have never wrote Tear Talk. You know, like, so it's like our lives can have all these dots, but we don't know when they connect and we don't know when they intersect. So if I would have never gotten that master's while being a makeup artist, I would have never been considered to be a professor at Pepperdine. And I was completely floored. And she told me, you know, she would let her boss know that I said yes. And then I ended up meeting with him the following Tuesday. And he shared with me what they were looking for in the professors and how like the freshman seminar is almost like a homeroom for for freshmen. It is a legit college course, but it doesn't come with the rigor of some of their other courses. But it's what the, it's it's something so the students are able to choose their top three of the freshman seminar topics and then they're put in one. And their hope is for the freshman seminar to help the freshmen build a community, you know, since they're fresh into the university, that they learn about the mission and the values of the university. And that through our wheelhouse, what we specialize in, they are able to learn something that they'll be able to use throughout their collegiate career. So I was excited to hear all of that. And then he asked me, you know, did I have an idea of what I want to do? And I shared with him how I'm an advocate of journaling and the power of the pen and he was like, yeah, I know I went to your website. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he asked me if I had a title for my class. And I was like, yes, the power of the pen for self-discovery. And he absolutely loved it. Um, I let him know that I would, with the course, that students would learn the essentials of journaling, the power of the pen, um, the, the essentials of journaling, healing and journaling, and how the power of the pen can help with grief. I also expressed to him that I would like to share with them journals that change the world, as well as movies, or share how through entertainment, how different things were influenced by a journal that we might not be aware of. And lastly, to look at the book of Psalms, which is the most journalistic like book in the Bible, as well as having Tear Talk as the anchor 
of the course and take the students on the tier talk journey. Listen, <laughs> people are building in so many different ways. And sometimes when it can appear that what you're building isn't being built as fast as others, you can feel as though you're not making the impact that you think you should be making and you're not as significant as you desire to be. You could not have told me that all the webinars that I have done in the past, that my love for activating people in their pen and helping people find freedom in expressing themselves through their writing, that this passion and this drive and this push that I have would end up being a college level course. It's, 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 it's God. <laughs> there is, there is, there is, there is no other explanation for this. The fact that the power of the pen is now being introduced in the college edition and being able to create my own curriculum that will be an accredited curriculum is, this is, wow. Wow, God. And I was telling somebody, I said, you know, God is laughing at my plans because I'm sitting up here thinking this is going to happen and that is going to happen and this door is going to open. And he's like, no, I got something bigger and I got something better. And it is the cutest thing because now my coworkers are calling me Professor Mashani. The other week, it was so funny. One of the ladies, it's like she could not wait to see me. She had found out from some of the other ladies that I was going to be a professor. And the minute she came off the elevator, she was like, good morning, Professor Mashani. <laughs> and she was telling me how when she was a student at Pepperdine, how she to this day never will and hasn't forgotten her freshman seminar class and how much it meant to her. And I ended up having my orientation for being a new adjunct professor at Pepperdine. And everyone who I share my class information with in the title, they are all excited. Just considering, you know, these are students who lived through COVID. Um, there's just a lot going on with this generation and they need ways to be able to express themselves and being able to learn about journaling at this age, we never know how it will impact them going forward. And I actually posted the testimony on Facebook this week. And what I shared at the end of my post was like, do not despise small beginnings like now, you know, I'm a professor. That title is never leaving my name. I now have a college level curriculum. Um, we don't know where that can go. My book tier talk will be in the lie in the student bookstore of Pepperdine University. And this literally just fell in my lap when I told the chief of staff, I sent them an email so they would be aware because this kind of changes my work schedule. When I saw him, he's like, I want to take your class. I'm literally going to have to fight from having the executive floor sneaking into my class because now everyone wants to take Professor Mashani Allen's class. 
I had one young lady when I posted it on Facebook. I was sitting at work and I looked at my phone and I was getting a call from Facebook Messenger. I knew who she was, so I picked it up and all she could do was scream. She didn't say nothing. She was just screaming because <laughs> she couldn't type. She couldn't write. All she could do was scream. And she said, when I read that, she said, I was, I remembered the verse that you said your mentor used to quote to you all the time. And she's talking about Prophet Cheryl Unger, who's no longer with us. But she used to say this to me so much that I memorized the verse. And she would say, Mashani, you're going to live a Habakkuk 1 and 5 life. God is going to work a work in your day that you wouldn't believe, though it be told to you. Well, listen, <laughs> Habakkuk 1 and 5 is in full effect. <laughs> and I pray that this encouraged you. I pray that this gave you hope. If you know someone who who is building and they're building differently and it causes them to have more questions than answers, send them this link and tell them press play. And for you, I pray that the next time that a Tear Talk podcast has loaded, that you decide to press play yourself. Thank you for joining the Tear Talk podcast. You can purchase today's featured t-shirt and learn more about Mashani by visiting MashaniAllen.com. Also, check out her exclusive line of custom journals at bit.ly forward slash The Golden Scribe.